Truck Month is on now. Get 1.49% financing for up to 72 months on a 2022 Chevrolet Silverado 1500. Plus, eligible Costco members can receive a $750 bonus on select trucks. Conditions apply. Visit ChevroletOffers.ca. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Welcome to the Pesky Report, a podcast for Red Sox fans. Hey everyone, how we doing? This is The Pesky Report, episode 186. I'm your host, Ryan Brady, and with me today we have Tim and Hogdale. How we doing, guys? I'm good, how are you? Pumped, really pumped to see you guys. Hogdale. (laughs) Dude, I'm immaculate. I mean, uh, I've missed like the last two weeks worth of episodes, and uh, it genuinely bummed me out because I enjoy like recording and shit, but now I got a new area, got a better mic setup. I'm fucking, I'm pumped. I'm ready to go. Now, I love your backdrop. We got a little little red sock red in there. I love it. Uh, so you got a new spot. And we are brought to you by Belly Up Sports. Want to get that out there? Shout out Belly Up. So uh, we're all excited. I haven't been around you guys in forever, right? Like It's, it's yeah. been a while. So it's been I'm a while, really... Brady. Brady, my, my, my closest proximity to you has been you and Ed with your friendly shit talking on Twitter. Like it's the closest <laughs> proximity I've had to you. Ed and I get along on everything but and nothing at the same time, which is which is really impressive, right? Uh, so we're, we're in the postseason, but the Red Sox are not in the postseason. So that's very conflicting. Tim, right off the bat, what one player jumps out at you that's like, damn? Trent Grisham. That Got dude it. has been lighting it up for the Padres. And he wasn't even like had a – he didn't have a great regular season or anything like that. Just a postseason hero. I like that. Hogdale. Man, yeah, I've been uh, peeping some of these Yankee Guardian games, and it's just insane. Like, or Jose Ramirez, it's just like it's a one man team. Like, he's the offense, it's just him. And, like, occasionally, like, uh, who was like Oscar Gonzalez will pitch in, or uh, was Ahmed Rosario, or like Steven Kwan, but it's really just him. Like, he's he's mm-hmm. the entire offense. That's their game plan we have pitching and we have jose ramirez that's what we do here i'm gonna go off script here a little bit um and anyone who knows me uh should hopefully get a little chuckle i'm going with dave dombrowski um dave dombrowski's fighting fills are are doing some historic stuff uh we'll, we'll talk about that uh in a minute but the, uh postseason player right now oh my god uh it's not the seattle mariners offense I can tell you that uh, it's it's not the offense, uh, but looking at it right now, the the effort that we're seeing right now, out of Gene Segura jumps out uh, to me with with the fills, he's been great. 
and um, trying to think of who else has been tearing up uh, is uh, Reese Hoskins. He's been really great. Uh, Har- Harper's doing his thing out there. Uh, so I'm excited. Oh, you forgot Jordan Alvarez. Oh, we're going to get, yeah. we're going to get, he gets his own get... segment. This is beneath yeah. him. The beginning part where like, we're just like spitballing. That's beneath fucking what Jordan Alvarez is doing. <laughs> it really is. That's... Uh, I-, I do have an important event right now, real quick. Uh, today in Red Sox history, this is my favorite. This is Christmas to me today. What's today? Anybody in Red Sox history? It's October 17th. Uh, that's something to do with 04. 100%. Well, you guys are, are too young. Uh, but it's true. We, do have, we have Brad in the background uh, here laying in. And, and yeah, Brad that is the Dave Roberts deal, isn't it? Today yep. is the day everything changed. It's game four, 2004. Red Sox are ready to die in the postseason yet again. But they don't. No, 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 no. The world knew Dave Roberts was going to steal. He did. We come back. Bill Miller, thank you so much. Big Poppy took care of it, and we just keep on winning. But today is that steal. Tim, you think of that steal? What do you feel? Um, I just had something else to say about Dave Roberts in that situation. If Dave, Ro- if Dave Roberts was half the manager, he was a base stealer, the, the Dodgers might never lose. I can't s- – <laughs> I cannot take any Dave Roberts slander. Uh, I'm sorry, dude, but he's a bad manager. But I think about that, and then obviously I was four years old when that happened, so I don't remember much about it. Yeah, Dave Roberts, man, you know, uh, he stole that base, and, you know, the, the Padres stole whatever hopes they had to win a World Series this year. So it's very nice. You know, <laughs> you know what, though, Tim, you bring up an interesting point. I was even thinking about this. Is you say Dave's a bad manager? How many wins do the Dodgers have this year? 111. Right. So, 111 wins in a competitive NL West. So it kind of came up in our group chat this week. Would you rather be the Boston Red Sox that are a roller coaster? Right. Every couple of years we win a World Series and then we're god awful. But then we win another World Series again, so it's better. But then we suck all over again. But don't worry, because another World Series championship is going to come, right? And they're going to be horrible again. But then another one. All right, you get the point. Yeah, yes. I'll, I'll take I'll take my ups and downs over the sustained success. I mean, the only World Series the Dodgers have to show in my lifetime is a shortened season when they first got Mookie. I mean, I understand everyone had the shortened season, but to me, it's blemished. But that's my opinion. Hmm. Hogdale. Uh, honestly, because the the Red Sox have won more. I mean, just in that kind of time, even with the roller coaster, like at the end of the day, you still won more championships. If it was sustained success and then like, you know, you win a world series like every other year, then obviously you'd take the Dodgers, but fucking the thing is, that's what's tough is like, cause clearly what the Red Sox are doing with their team now is they're trying to be the Dodgers, but ideally you want to be the Dodgers, but with an actual like consistent clutch gene. Cause you were the Dodgers with a consistent clutch gene. You're like an eight time world series champion. <laughs> See Hogdale, to build off your point, the issue with the Dodgers is Dave Roberts' bullpen management in the playoffs is god-awful, whereas for some reason Alex Cora only knows how to manage a bullpen in the postseason. (laughs) That is so true. He's talking shit any other point of the year at it. Even if you're right, (laughs) there'll be no Alex Cora slander. No, 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 no. That's our manager, damn it. We ride or die with him. Am I wrong? (laughs) All right, if Alex Cora called you up right now and needed a ride to the airport, you'd say no? No, I'd say yes. All right, so then and let's I'd, just... I'd, 
I bitch about his bullpen management. <laughs> yeah, right along the, the drive. Yeah, like, he like, might bitch about your driving too, uh, though. I'm just like, saying that's okay. <laughs> you're just driving down the fucking road with him. You're like, so Alex, what's the deal with Brazier, man? Like, r- really? Dude, what like, does he this have is your on guy? you? <laughs> if that was the only problem with Ryan Brazier, we'd be in a really good. <laughs> it's spot, true. But, oh know. my god. Uh, so all right, so Hogdale, you, you'd rather take the rings. Tim, you'd rather take the rings. Uh, I'm gonna say right now. I lived most of my life just praying for one. So if we get one, then we suck for a while, but we get another one. I would have never thought I would have seen four in my lifetime. So you know what? Let's suck and rock and suck and rock. If that's what we got to do, let's fucking go. That's our right? lot in life. Yeah, that's what we do. It, it frees up a little time with the Red Sox suck. It does because you're not glued to it quite as much. <laughs> it's true. So, uh, but yes, Dave, Dave is a good manager who does very odd things. Uh, side note, what the fuck happened to Cody Bellinger? Dude, he just fell off a cliff. His shoulder exploded and then he forgot how to hit. It's just sad. Remember that it, Max Kellerman, Tom Brady cliff that actually happened to Cody Bellinger, the real life Cody Bellinger cliffs. He's just, he's just a shell of his former self. It's, he was kind of a douche though. Because yeah, you know, see, like he's twenty-seven. Like it's insane that he the fall off. Like this man won an MVP. Like what, and what's it's the shit? free agency year. Oh, that's, that's unfortunate. Totally. Yep, yep. He lost a lot of money. He should he should <laughs> yeah. sign an extension a long time ago. All right, so let's let's dive into it here, guys. Um, so my first question is: Do you think, looking at what happened so far, did the long layoff? This is the first year that we've had this set up here real real quick for this postseason format. Did the long layoff, do you think, impact some teams? Hogdale, what do you think? I got to say, uh, I hate this fucking narrative pushing from the whiners out there of all the teams that lost. Oh, my God. The higher seeds lost, and they, they all lost at the same time. That means the playoff structure is wrong. God, you all sound like a bunch of fucking whining losers. How about you win the fucking game? Get, get, the setup we have this year is more competitive than we had last year because at least in the wild card round in the first round, we have a best of three now. At like, oh, wow, a one-week layoff. It's like a fucking nuclear winter, apparently. Jesus Christ, guys. Go out and win. The Astros did like they do every year. They went out and won. Play better. It's that simple. Okay. Tim. <laughs> um, I, dude, I hate people. I, I, hate I, agree. People. I agree with Hogdale except for the fact that I don't hate people. I love yeah. people. I love our viewers. I love our listeners. No, I love you guys. Our listeners are exempt. Or they're exempt. They're cool. But yeah, like you you got a higher seed. You're the better team. You should be able to take a break and go out there and win. Don't get distracted. Stay in playoff mode. Stay in season mode. It, it is a little weird though. Uh yo, know, not to play devil's advocate. But didn't three of the four I mean well, well two of the two of the three that are that are done right now. Big upsets, right? Big upsets. And the Yankees, I, you know, living in New York, nobody gave the Guardians e- even a chance to nope. have gotten to a game five. Like, even if the Yankees win, which we'll get to it, they're probably going to win. Pro- even if they do, no one thought the Guardians would take them this far, right? Like, that's I have to real. stop you. Okay. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, our, our other co-host tonight, Brad Shannon. Brad? Are you going against Tito? What do you wow. mean going against Tito? You just oh, said, oh, they're probably going to win. I'm here to say, fuck you, Brady. Oh. 
He just just dips. Get the fuck out. All right. A good point. B, I'm, you're, you're probably right. I love Tito more than anything in the world. Uh, so I'm going to retract my statement, even if I feel differently, <laughs> because you're right, Brad. And just, you know, that wasn't Brad. That was like my my conscience speaking to me right yeah, there. So, the like, angel on your shoulder. You know? Yeah. Brady, you <laughs> so got to know, man. If anybody can beat the Yankees in an elimination game, it's Tito. So it's a team with one hitter. And everybody else is just praying, right? Like that's but what they it is. they might only have one real hitter, but they all do have good competitive at bats, which will tax the fuck will tax the arms. Yeah, I mean Naylor's cute, you know, his hair's great and stuff, but he's not he really doesn't cause like you're no you're not afraid to pitch to jo- if you are, that's a big problem. I think right. Garrett Cole might Brad, be afraid now. Yeah, true. Like uh, everyone's forgetting Josh Naylor because the man is built like me and he's putting up these at bats. Like I'm sorry, you know, like <laughs> Yeah. Hey, hey, I got into it today. I, I always hate the MVP discussion, right? Because I've always said every good team has a most valuable player, and it's really hard to ever really distinguish. I, I've It's easy to say who's the best player in the league or who's the top player in a team. But you could really make the case if you took Aaron Judge off the Yankees, they still have like legitimate players that can win games. If you take Jose Ramirez off the Guardians, like, for real. Don't disrespect Andres Jimenez having a career year. He had a hell of a year. Hell of a year. All-star. I'm going to say what I said. I'm going to say it again. If you take Jose Ramirez off the Guardians, they got nothing. Absolutely true. Because, like (laughs) – Jose Here. Ramirez is guaranteed top ten player in the league, and like right. without him, like yeah, Andres Jimenez is really like a great player. Like still, he's like top fifty. Like that's quite a bit of drop off, like for your second best player. <laughs> yeah, you're like, oh, we don't judge is hurt, but we have Giancarlo Stanton who won an MVP, right? Not not that he's the player he was, but like they have other guys, right? Like as much as I hate him, and I wish they all, uh, if Cal Quantrill throws. A no hitter tonight, super happy, right? Like that'd be absolutely amazing. But given that, I was just thinking, like, man, the MVP is so difficult to really talk about because it's if you took the player off the team, where the hell are the Guardians without without Jose Ramirez? Yeah, it's just hot take. Still think they win their division. Well, because I play in their division, right? Like I'm the best pitcher in in the AL Central right now. There's no question. <laughs> I'm humping it in 72 miles an hour. Like this kid, this kid Brady is, he's, he's bringing the heat. So I take it. Shane Bieber and Lucas Giolito just don't exist in your world, Brady. Uh, the first one does the second one, not near as much as, as you would like to believe. No, not really. Okay. No, nah, that's fair. No. Nah. Yeah. Yeah. Shane Bieber. I wasn't thinking about, but uh, yeah. L- Lucas. Biebs. Yeah. Uh, all right. So let, let's, let's start diving in here. All right. Let, let's get in here. Let's talk about first Dodgers Padres. All right. Um, what the fuck happened, Tim? So what happened was the Dodger bats went cold pretty much whenever they had a runner in scoring position. The only guy that I could really say played exceptionally well for the Dodgers on offense was Trey Turner, but he made some questionable plays in the field. Your boy Mookie, I got the stat right here. He went two for 14 in the series. Fire. 
I mean, the Dodgers did have a five-day layoff, Brad, but come on. <laughs> they won 111 games. They got to play better. I mean, I, there's nothing I hate more in sports than excuse making. Like, Jesus Christ, just go out and win. You're better than them. You have a better roster. Go out and win. But the big the big surprises from that series for me were, um, I mean, the Dodgers won game one, which I think everyone was expecting, but the biggest surprise was the Padres winning three straight after that. And then Josh Hader threw 3.1 scoreless innings with three saves, which he looked the best he's looked in a Padre uniform all year. So hats off to AJ Preller for going out and getting him. Yeah, but, like, what the fuck is up with his season? Because, like, he was so good for, like, I don't know if it was April, May, right? Like, he, like yep. the first couple months. And then he just fucking died. Like, like – he was like Matt Barnes reincarnated. Like I I'm pretty like, sure. Don't quote me on it, but I'm pretty sure he lost a kid halfway through oh, the year. Did he? Oh, fuck that. Yeah, and I think it fucked him up emotionally. Now, no judgment then on the, now. Now I'm the asshole, right? Because like I'm just saying, his pitching. I'm glad to see him throwing again the way way he's capable. So, yeah, I just damn. looked it up. It, it was a family emergency. Yeah, kind of thing. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's horrible. Nice. All right, well, Josh Hader, uh, love to see him pitching well. Uh, Mookie Betts did not reverse the narrative of not the greatest postseason hitter in this series. No. Nope. Man. Yeah, man, the Dodgers, like, they just, uh, they kind of choked. They choked it. I mean, this is a team that has literally, like, a fantasy draft kind of, like, offensive lineup. And, like, you put up that kind of performance. And, and yeah, the people who are quoting five-day layoff, guys, they weren't uh, mummified for 3,000 years. It was five days. Like, do muscles atrophy after sitting on your ass for five <laughs> days? Is that is that how it works? Jesus Christ. <laughs> now, Tim, do you think that, you know, just looking at things real quick, the Dodgers, yeah, they had a couple days off, but you're getting – like a team like the Padres are coming in riding a huge momentum wave though, right? Yeah. Do you give any credence just like, you know, like, yes, it screws up their pitching. Like, meaning do you like this format now that now, cause it's regular from this point forward. Right. So, so far you're feeling it right now. Oh, I love this format. I love the upsets. I love to see the good teams lose only when it's not like if the Red Sox lost, I'd be pissed obviously, Facts. but I like to see like the Dodgers lose after they win 111 games. All right, well, let me ask this, Tim. If, is there any possibility that Dodgers maybe should have taken the foot off the gas a little bit, right? Maybe some of the brain-headed plays in the field by Turner or whatever. You know, they're pushing for 111 wins. Maybe it, was, maybe it should have been take the foot off the gas a little bit. Thoughts? I could see that, but at the same time, like, they're professional athletes, so they're all super competitive. So I don't see them wanting to push the gas off a little bit. Because they just want to go out there and win every single day, whether it be the regular season, whether it be the postseason, or if you consider the wild card, the postseason, whether it be the wild card. Because I've seen some crazy takes the last few days. Oh, the wild card isn't part of the postseason when it definitely is. It definitely is. It just oh my god. All right. So as we're wrapping up here, I just want to ask real quick. Uh, we we hinted it before. Cody Bellinger most likely a free agent in the offseason. Sox definitely need an outfielder. Is he a player, let's say, on a one-year deal that you would be interested in? There's going to be a lot of players. Is that someone that you would be interested in? 
Here at the Container Store, we believe you shouldn't be limited to just one happy place. Your home should be full of them. That's why we're giving you 30% off every custom alpha space. From closets and pantries to playrooms, offices, and garages, you can transform any area with Alpha and save 30%. Here's another happy thought. Our design specialists will design your space for free. Get ready to discover your new happy place at the Container Store. Visit us in-store or online to get started with a free design. Buy four tires and get up to $200 in savings after rebate at Bell Tire's year-end sale. Or get even more in Bell Tire gift cards, December 26th through January 7th. Plus, get tires as low as 49 bucks after rebate. Get up to 200 in savings. Or get even more in gift cards, December 26th through January 7th. Get up to 200 in savings and choose the lowest tire price, period, at Bell Tire. 100 years of getting folks safely back on the road fast and affordably. See storebelltire.com for details. Restrictions apply. Now open in Orland Park. No, because his agent is Scott Boris. Okay, I don't even That's think Scott Boris. Hard. I don't even think Scott Boris could get him the money that like he wants <laughs> in any universe. Like he played really bad. The thing is, like a guy who was once an MVP is he really that completely unsalvageable at the age of twenty seven? Like he plays good defense. He's you know uh, plays multiple positions. Like he's an outfielder. He can play some infield. I I'd be interested in a in a flyer, but you know, obviously, I wouldn't want to throw any significant capital at it. Yeah, I'm just thinking, you know, for me, I could be swayed, right? I I definitely I could be swayed here uh, to thinking if the price was right. It's not my ideal, right? It's just kind of like if it fell that way, but it at least would be interesting, right? As, as a possibility. Uh, my conscience, my conscience has popped up again. Conscience, uh, no, okay, all right. Wonderful. There goes my con- conscience. Do you have anything to add? No. Again, all right, cool. So, uh, Braves Phillies. All right. Let me hear Hogdale thoughts about the, the that series. This is a series that truly shocked me because the Braves, in my mind, are like as perfectly built a baseball team as you can do. There's core is entirely young guys who are all in their prime or just now entering their prime a phenomenal pitching staff with dudes who have done it in the past and are clutch and they just no showed just nothing there and some of this can be put to maybe the Phillies got some magic under them they got some got the you know golden horseshoe shoved up their ass this year they got the Dombo magic and but man like the Braves are a hell of a team and the Phillies just kind of like disposed of them easily. Just like, you know, get the fuck out of my house, get off my porch. You know, you disgust me. So man, I mean, I'm really excited to see what the Phillies can do. You know, uh, if can they win a world series this year, pull like a miraculous world series run out of their ass. Yes. I mean, they're dancing on their own all the way to the world. Series. Okay. That annoys the shit out of me that they oh. fucking. <laughs> oh, that's gimmick infringement. To quote a WWE term, that's bullshit. All right, Kyle. Yeah, it's how fucking dare you? <laughs> I've said it once. I'll say it again. If there's anything we've learned, the team that uses that song loses <laughs> in the, the LCS. LCS. Yes. Clearly, there's a lot of historical data that would back that up. We've had a whopping <laughs> one team use that as their anthem and lose in the, uh, in the LCS. So when clearly. the Phillies fucking lose, I'm going to laugh in your face. 
Anyway, but yeah, man, Boy, Dombrowski has done an amazing job with what seemed like very little resources when he got there. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're a, they're a hell of a team, and uh, honestly, I'm happy for Bryce Harper because he got unjustly shit on after that Nationals World Series win. Love you, Hogdow. Love you now, too, buddy. I got to jump in here because you brought up Dave Dombrowski. Love it. All right. So I just want to clarify for for all for anyone there out there here. I am not a Heim hater in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> if you have I to. am, however, a Dave Dombrowski lover. Right? Yes. Now, that I'm going to say right now. So, therefore, for my dear friend Dave Dombrowski, the architect of the most winning team in the history of the Boston Red Sox, I am really glad to see him pushing some buttons, such as, uh, oh, what's his name? The center fielder that was released from the Angels. Uh, he just had Oh, Marsh. Him. Brandon Marsh. Yep. Yep, clearly. Guy, he can't spot talent at all. All he can do is throw money at problems. Except when he actually can find really good players because he just knows talent. So Dave Dombrowski, knew when to cut bait on Joe Girardi, knew to bring in Rob Thompson. Team really re- rebounded. They, they're like a softball team, though, to me. Like, they're they're not going to play great defense. They're not going to manufacture no. a lot of runs. A- and all this – and Schwarber hasn't really done anything. Like – who who would who have seen that one? I mean, Schwarber has good, and like no. their pitching staff, they're pretty much relying entirely on Zach Wheeler and Aaron Nola to just completely carry them, like just completely yeah. and utterly. Yes, Noah Syndergaard hasn't been too bad, which is nice, but like it's when you look at their pitching staff, it's really not full of an elite group. It's just like kind of average to below average. <laughs> I'm really distracted right now. <laughs> Fucking dancing on my own. Get out of here. Unbelievable. Now, the song is there. We, we, we hear it blaring. Uh, so we now know who's set up here. Oh, God. Brad. Uh, we now know who is going to be set up for the next round of the, of the playoffs. I keep dancing on my own. Thank you, David. Uh, Dave Dabrowski, everybody. Uh so, so the the lines are drawn here. Uh, you got the Padres, you got the Phillies. Uh, not that anyone really saw coming in. Um, who can I like just? It? Oh yeah, please. Yeah, can I just say one more thing about that Philly series? Shout out Nick Castellanos because had a really shitty regular season and just put it together and was their postseason hero so far. Who signed him? Your boy Dave. Thanks, Davey boy. Let's go. Just, I was just I, I almost forgot. I just wanted to... By the way, if the Phillies somehow end up winning a World Series this year, Dave Dombrowski is going to have like a serious argument for the greatest executive in the history of baseball because this will be the third team he's won a World Series with. Hold on, Theo. With what Theo has accomplished, we right. can bum only did it with two teams. Stinks, fraud, <laughs> <laughs> bum. <laughs> uh, Dude, point bro. well taken. Dude broke two curses, but he's a bum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, before we move off with predictions for, for the next round here, uh, so interesting player as free agent here, uh, Noah Syndergaard. Is that a player that would interest you uh, in the offseason? Honestly, I need to take a look at his numbers, but he was the guy who inter- interested me last offseason. I thought he was the guy definitely worth taking a shot on because just of the – the, the pedigree beforehand, like his stuff to me, like, you know, a lot of people were concerned, like the injury stuff and the Tommy John stuff, uh, modern medicine 
for for sports science has shown me that like Tommy John is nothing anymore if you're rehabbing properly. Because Justin Verlander just came back at the age of 38 and had probably he's probably going to win the Cy Young. Like it's it, it's a fake injury, really, if you think about it. <laughs> Fraudulent. <laughs> Tim, um, I mean. It depends on what they're throwing at him, but I wouldn't be fully intrigued, but I'm also not fully against it. So I'm kind of in the middle. Wouldn't hate it, wouldn't love it. It would move the needle for me, personally. Uh, a guy that can pitch in New York and can pitch in Philadelphia, um, yep, uh, that, that checks out. Uh, I, I definitely like the repertoire. He's got swagger. I would make a huge commitment, but he would be someone I would be interested in seeing uh, what, what we can do. Um, Gene Segura out there as well, probably going to be a free agent. I love him. Uh, put him anywhere on the Red Sox, and he would be absolutely great. Whether Story wants to go to short or uh, Gene's going to play in short, love Gene Segura. Not pushing Xander out of here in any way, shape, or form. God damn, I love Gene Segura. Hogdale, you love him? Yeah, yeah, Gene Segura is great. I mean, uh, like, I would love moving Story to short if his uh, arm wasn't like, you know, pork fritter or, you know, <laughs> like literally just like three pieces of like muscle fiber and a piece of tape holding it together. You know, <laughs> you know, I heard that throughout the year, but I never really saw Granted, I know it's second base, not short, but I never saw what appeared to me to be like poor arm strength. I never saw it, but someone like posted up like the numbers of like the average, like time to throw from where he was. And he was like bottom five in second baseman. That's not good. No, it's not. And, but he's so like gifted, like, uh, you know, athletically, that doesn't even matter for him. You know, it'd be cool for him next year if he stayed healthy. Like that, would be, that'd, be, I, that'd be great. The Red Sox were a noticeably better team when he was in the lineup, and they were very noticeably worse when he was not in it. <laughs> well, when he woke up in May, like whatever it took, like he was like April. He had a late a late spring training. I hate late spring trainings. Right? They it seems like the player always stumbles out of the gate. Had a kid. Um, yep. You know what? I've had two, right? <laughs> Plan your life a little better. I mean, come on. You know what you're doing here. Maybe, come on. Maybe fucking Trevor likes to live dangerously, bro. Maybe he doesn't believe in the rubber. Come on now. I mean, I don't either, but I mean, but, come on. Yo. <laughs> oh, no. I mean, yo, just that's all I'm saying. Just a little saying. foresight. That's it. Just a little foresight. Just a little. Tim. Tim, any thoughts on the uh, procreation oh, of Trevor's stories? Oh, or that. Uh, his family planning? Um, congrats on the sex, I guess. Yes. <laughs> Confirmed. And on Gene Segura? Um, kind of like what we were talking about before the show. Uh, I think he'd be a great stopgap for mayor. So two, three-year deal. I wouldn't mind well, if he can still has the ability to play shortstop because hasn't he been playing a lot of second base? We don't hold that against him, okay? Yes, he has. He's probably not a shortstop anymore. I got it, but we are we can't have two second basemen, Tim, and I love Gene Segura. Okay, then just throw him at a shortstop to make Brady happy. In Thank conclusion, you. Carlos Correa on a three-year deal. Let's go. It's time. It's time. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on. Now we just say, wait, Hogdell, you brought it there. So just real quick, all things being equal, whatever the contracts you can expect the, these players to get, would you rather have Xander on an eight-year deal or Correa on a three-year deal? God, Xander on an eight-year deal? Jesus, because like S- seven. There, fine. You meet me. Okay, <laughs> I was saying, no, eight's realistic because that might be what it takes to get him back. Same with seven. But like fucking like 
because like Xander, if like they can get him like a five year deal with a decently high AEV, I'd love to bring him back. But like, I might take Correa at three, but I don't think Correa would even take three. Mine's kind of like just a hopeful, like whatever. But you would prefer to say goodbye to Xander to bring if I could get Correa on a three year deal. I mean, compared to Xander on a seven, yeah, I'd probably take it. I get it. I don't like it, but I get it. Because like the thing is, Carlos Correa undoubtedly gigantic tool nobody likes him most punchable face in baseball uh hell of a player though uh you know platinum glove over at shortstop and one of the most clutch hitters in baseball so you know he'll get it done when it matters the most and boys with alex cora he's been boys for a long time that's the one problem too is i don't want to hear the whole shit every time that like the the socks by the Yankees or the socks by the Dodgers or some shit, and like you know, oh, the they're, they're yeah. cheating again. You know, clearly it was Correa and Cora cooking up everything on their own. Which side note? Enough of that. Just enough. Be better. The Astros' sustained success has proved that that cheating meant absolutely fucking nothing. The people who hold on to it, I assume, are the biggest casual in the casuals in the history of baseball fandom. Exactly. Stop spitting out accurate statements. It's Dude, not I hate it. I've said it a billion times. Stop pretending like baseball is a sport that has integrity and cares about cheating. <laughs> cheating is encouraged in the rules when you don't ban sti- sign stealing. You're encouraging teams to cheat. This sport has no integrity. Stop. <laughs> I mean, there was uh, a whole era of cheating. <laughs> the most so, successful era in the history of baseball was no dude's doing nothing but cheating what are we fucking doing here guys so in summation uh trevor story put keep it in your pants unless it's the right time got it in summation let story do steroids so he can get his arm strength back come on i don't i don't hate that i don't hate that at all um so who i i lost on this one uh hogdale (laughs) padres fills who you got god that's really tough i see them pretty equally but i mean in terms of a like offensive firepower, I think the Phils probably have the edge slightly because Juan Soto has been very not Juan Soto like this last half a year, which is just so uncharacteristic. It's probably the worst year of his career, and it's funny because he still put up like a six-war season and is by yeah. far his worst year of his career, yep. so, you, you know. But the Phils, I mean, you got Bryce Harper, who's firing on all cylinders, Nick Castellanos. I mean, you know, I got to say, if like uh, some terrible tragedy, like a shooting happens during the series, I'm going, I'm putting all the money on the fills because it's over. Like if a national tragedy happens, it's done. Like Nick Castellanos is going to go off. Wow, that's a take. Uh... It's just a correct take. You know, I mean, it's just a, Nick Castellanos is fueled by the tragedy of other people. Like we've seen this time and time again. Facts. Tim. <laughs> Phillies in five. Damn, Damn. in five. I might agree. Agree though. I like because I like the top end of their rotation better too. I think Wheeler and Nola is a one hell of a one two. Very very good. Phillies you... in Phil's in six. Uh, Schwarber hasn't heated up at all. That's going to happen. I think Dave Dombrowski gives a, a pregame pep talk before each game, and that's all it takes. Right? It will work. True. <laughs> That's it. All right, so we got that. Uh, now we're going to move to the American League here, all right? The one that really counts. Um, now, yes. All right. We have the Astros and the Mariners. Mariners finally make the postseason. Everyone's feeling real good and pumped and excited. 
didn't work out so exciting though. Uh, <laughs> what do you guys think about, you know, it, it was over before you knew it. Thoughts. Yeah. The Astros Mariner series dispels literally every single narrative about, uh, you know, the, the five day rest really hurting the other teams and like, Oh, what, you know, the, you don't want to face a team with the momentum that's coming in. The Mariners have never have, haven't had this much momentum literally since the early two thousands and the nineties, they're riding on such a high. We're in the playoffs guys. Come on. Let's, we can make some noise here in our first time here. Let's go get fucking swept. Cause we're the better team. <laughs> you are our bitch. Get out. <laughs> Dude, Hogdo is just killing it tonight. <laughs> It's pent up fucking energy from like not recording for two weeks. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I agree because like just the Astros were clearly the better team, clearly the Mariners' daddy in that division all year. Spanked them around and showed them who was boss. They sure did. I mean, that was an ass kicking. Uh, great. Now game three was exciting. It was a little much with to the eighteen innings, but I got to ask this one. I love the Ghost Runner I, in extra innings. I know. I'm in the minority. I know it's not a popular opinion, but I love it. Love it, love it, love it. At what point, though, in the postseason? Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Here at the Container Store, we believe you shouldn't be limited to just one happy place. Your home should be full of them. That's why we're giving you 30% off every custom alpha space. From closets and pantries to playrooms, offices, and garages, you can transform any area with alpha and save 30%. Here's another happy thought. Our design specialists will design your space for free. Get ready to discover your new happy place at the Container Store. Visit us in-store or online to get started with a free design. Would it at least be like where you're like, all right, maybe put a guy in first, <laughs> right? Like, is it the 15th, 6th? Because after a while, we're getting a little silly. When my wife walks in and never watches baseball, she's like, isn't that like two fucking baseball games? Like, this is still- <laughs> you're in the what? <laughs> yeah. So is there a line is the question where in the postseason you would even cons- – like if it's the 29th inning, are we at least talking about it? Brady, Man. the best I can give you is – in the 18th inning, I'll say, the first batter can start with a 3-0 count. That's the best I'm giving you. Okay. Tim, say like, now we have a starting point. That's all I'm looking for. So you got nothing through 17 come the 18th. It's time to at least talk a little bit. Yeah. Okay. All right. Hogdale? Yeah, I guess it's like, for the sake of entertainment, objectively, it's a better product. But at the same time, the baseball purist in me is screaming, I will fucking, you know, genuinely kill myself if that comes to fruition in the playoffs. So it's a dual, it's a duology, you know, because if you want a better product, objectively, a runner on second in the playoffs is better. I don't mind it in the regular season at all, because like, you know, it's regular season, like we're trying to get these games over with. But, you know, uh, I I can't do it. Not I I can't. I can't. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Now, Tim, I have a, a, a... A trivia question for you real quick. No okay. Google in here. No cheating. Who is the general manager of the, of the Seattle Mariners? Jerry DePoto. Hogdale. Where was his last post prior to that? 
Before the Mariners, where was he? Was he a Braves guy? That no. is incorrect. He was a Red Sox it? guy. He was. Who did he, work, who did he work underneath? He worked under Dave. Thank you very much. Okay, cool. All right, thanks. It all he comes had, back to Dave. Dave has no clue how to build a winner, and all he does is throw money. And Stinks. Yeah, awful. <laughs> awful. Um, all right, do you want to check that? Now, I got a fucking – I've had enough. Jordan Alvarez? Oh, he's No, he's not Big Poppy. Nope, 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 nope. Wait, I'm going to say it a few more times. Nope, 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 nope. Name me one other player that you've ever seen call a huddle in the middle of a fucking game. Tell his boys, get the fuck on, strap it on, boys. And then all of a sudden they actually do. Like, who he leads. Okay. Jordan Alvarez could be the future next great clutch hitter in baseball. Cool, dope, probably looks that way. But Big Poppy's here, and he's going to live here until otherwise noted. But Jordan Alvarez, cool, but can we just silence that? He might be the hitter of the postseason. Dope. This is the but, second uh, year in a row he's done it, though. Brady, he does it. It's not even the second year. He does it every postseason. No, but I'm talking about, like, this level of dominance. This, what he did to the Red Sox last year, genuinely, I have fucking nightmares about it. Every single time he came up to bat, I'm like, just walk him. For the love of God, just walk him. Please, stop I, I only have one more. I hear you. But uh, I'm older than you guys, so I'm going to impart a little wisdom onto you because I know, Tim, you were like a week and a half old when this happened, so I'm going to go ahead. You were about oh, three. But in game five, 2004, before David Ortiz's at bat, Tom Gordon was warming up in the pen. Do you know what he did? He fucking vomited before he came out to face David Ortiz. When you show me a pitcher in the postseason who pukes before facing Alvarez, I'll go, eh, you got something. Tom Gordon was interviewed later on. Were you sick? Stomach bug? The answer was no to both. That's fucking fear. Striking the fear of God. I've I've watched baseball my entire life. Never heard that story happen before or since. It's only for Big Poppy. Right? Listen. David Ortiz is the greatest clutch hitter in the history of baseball. That's Thank you. A fact. Thank you. That is a fact. Yep. 100%. That's I'm not going to slow down the Ordon Alvarez praise, though, because genuinely what he has done is fucking miraculous. Now, like, you know, we still need to see more of these kinds of performances in the World Series itself, you know, for like the clutch chop to, you know, climb to the level of Big Poppy, because David Ortiz's numbers in the World Series genuinely, like, especially for how many he played in. It, That's it's, insane fucking ridiculous it's just unbelievable and yet brad put in the chat you know barry bonds obviously barry bonds is the single greatest uh world series hitter we've ever seen based on the one he was in where he was literally untouchable but he only went to one so really he's a fraud boom tim are are you <laughs> tim are you on the jordan alvarez is the next big pot like or or can we just separate separate them and, and thank you Okay, I don't. I would never call him Poppy or anything like that, but I do think he's next up as a clutch hitter in the playoffs. But I don't think he'll touch Big Poppy. Do you have to make a pitcher vomit to be on the same plane? That's oh yes, point. yes, hundred percent. Hogdale. Yeah, you know it's. Uh, I just I, I have a lot of like admiration for what Jordan Alvarez is doing. Yeah, he ain't, he isn't Big Poppy yet. You know, if, if can he maybe one day maybe. No. Nope. Yeah. So, like, we're not going to say he's a better 
clutch hitter in history because no one is a better clutch hitter in the history of baseball than David Ortiz. It's just a, a fact of life. It just is. Here, here's, here's the problem. No one that I, there's not a situation I can think of to compare, especially now that <laughs> that now that the Cubs won. Now that the Cubs won, there's there's no equivalent pressure, right? We can't say the Mets they've waited what 25 years to, you know for World Series. Like there's no other real comp to sit there and say 86 years of losing got their ass hand to them in 2003 in the way they did to come back four in a row. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing. Right. It's a beautiful I don't there's not a real comp. Alvarez is definitely not by Whoa. himself. Yeah, well, Alvarez <laughs> My conscience has report. entered. Please come in. What's that conscience? Uh, Alvarez was never on the Mitchell report. Didn't ask. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't ask. Don't care. Didn't ask. I don't remember I will not stand for that fucking slander at all. I'm not, you know, oh my god. I'm, I'm not even gonna go there. You know what? I'm gonna get upset. Don't nope. <laughs> Because today's upset. a really good day. I obviously said that just to piss you off. Yeah, literally, because we all love fucking Big Poppy here. This is a fucking we all love him. He's you our guy. Sucks. Big Poppy was better than David Ortiz. <laughs> oh my! Good take. Good, good, take. good point. I didn't see it that way. Um, it sucks. We're never going to really see another Big Poppy ever again. Like you might see the like a cool version of him, but not that badass. And that D'Angelo comes- Ortiz is up next. Yeah, let's go. No pressure, kid. No, <laughs> no pressure at all. Uh, how can I just for a second? Because Hogdell, you you kind of like started this out. The Astros, I believe I heard they're the only team in the history of baseball now six consecutive seasons to make it to the league championship series. It's never been done. Like it's not like it's been on a lot or a few other times. Baseball's been around for a while. It's never been done. There is the GM's gone, the manager's gone, Springer's gone, Correa's Cole's gone. gone, Correa's gone. It doesn't matter. They just keep fucking doing it, and their payroll's not even top five, I believe. I think they're like number eight in, in all of payroll. How fucking real how much credit do these Astros deserve? So much of it. So much of it. And the people who, you know, get upset and whiny oh my god 2017 oh my god they're not the real champions 90 percent of this team wasn't even on that 2017 roster bregman wasn't even you know a main part of the core yet at the time alvarez wasn't even on the team like this what the astros have done like the the superstars that they have lost and they just keep going at it they keep coming back just as strong, if not stronger, it's genuinely miraculous. It's you just don't see this kind of run in baseball. It's so rare, and uh, I really want them to win the World Series this year, just for uh, the saltiness of everyone else, like just to really <laughs> shut them up even further. Because it's I hate I hate the whining. I I genuinely do. This team, what they're doing is insane. It doesn't make sense. How can you keep winning to this high of a degree? You let go like a top five shortstop in the league and didn't feel any effects whatsoever. Actually, you got better during the regular season. You got fucking better. It makes no sense. Hogdale, Hogdale, let me explain this to you, buddy. You ever play any baseball game on a video? (laughs) (laughs) Great point, Tim. You ever play play any baseball video game? Spitting, King. (laughs) Spitting. 
They are literally a created player factory. They just pump guys out. Like Jeremy Jeremy Pena, what kind of name is that? Some random generated name just comes up and plays like, I think he had, I forgot what his war was this year, but it was pretty high for a rookie and he played pretty well all year. Well, thing is, he was having like a, a top ten shortstop in all of baseball season, and then he got hurt, and it kind of like slowed him for a bit. Uh, the numbers kind of came back down, but then they started going back up as he you know got back into the swing of things. Like Jeremy Pena is a hell of a player, and like it's it shows why they were comfortable letting go of Correa because they just had him waiting in the wings. Like, oh, we just have you know Correa Junior over here, uh, e- easy. Hogdale, I want to ask you a trivia question now. What's right. that? And now, I didn't create this one. This is one of my buddies, a huge Yankee fan, right? Here we go. Okay, here we go. Who's the general manager of the Houston Astros? This year? This year. Genuinely? I have no fucking clue. Okay, Tim. (laughs) Great. Okay. Good job, guys. Okay. Well, spoiler alert. Now then, you won't know the answer to the next follow-up question. Thank you, Conscience, who's typing in. Yes. He has come from Tampa Bay. He was main guy, right? So the question, the statement is, did we get the wrong guy from Tampa? No. God, stop, God damn it. Stop. 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 Conscience here. James Click. That's his name. Yeah. Conscience here. Um, this isn't James Click's team. So fuck. No, it's that really that not. Happened. I mean, this is Lunau's team. Yeah, he's doing an awful job adding pieces to a core. George Springer leaves. He's he's fine. It's no worries. Cole leaves. It's fine. He has to get a new general manager. Oh, he has to get a new uh, manager. It's fine. Yep, he's got no fingerprints on this at all. Nope. Anyway, nope. I just I, I this is what I heard. I don't. Brady, know. Brady, can I can I ask you a question? Did he draft Pena? Yes, Tim. Go ahead. Did did, did he draft Pena? No uh, I'm going to say yes, even though he didn't. Yeah. No okay. shot. <laughs> so uh, the guys that you mentioned, uh, George Springer, who did they replace George Springer with? Uh, it was it Kyle Tucker, really, right? Yeah, who drafted him? Uh, Jeff Lunau? Yeah. I'd be yeah. Lunau, yeah. yeah. And uh, who did they replace Carlos Correa with? Uh, Jeremy Pena. Who drafted him? I'm pretty sure that was Dave Dombrowski. <laughs> you know it <laughs> listen Absolutely. i'm just just a question out there that someone said maybe we got the wrong guy from tampa that's all i heard i don't know what do i know that's it that's all i heard i don't know all right oh by the way i look a little like the um oh the gm comes from tampa that so literally narrows it down half the fucking league comes from tampa these days like half of the executives in the league come from tampa or cleveland or cleveland or cleveland true that is yep. true yeah, those we, are the. Cleveland spits the, them out. They do. They don't win anything. Everyone's like, gotta have the next Cleveland guy, right? That's well, it's because guy. that's because uh, the rest of the league recognizes what they're doing with their fucking terrible payroll is just so impressive that they're even competitive. It's like they have the maybe the cheapest owner in the league. Whoa, 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 whoa! The Oakland A's owner would like a word with you, sir. Uh, conscience, please. I have one question, and I'll leave you guys to it for the rest of the the show. Uh, this is going to be a hard question to answer. I don't think so, actually. But Tito or Cora? Tito. <laughs> I'll take a Tito. <sighs> Tito's my fucking guy. That's my childhood manager that I grew up with. 
And uh, it's just like, what do you guys I, think? Like, I definitely, I, I, Tito's my guy. I don't remember beer and chicken under Alex Cora. All I remember is some good old fashioned cheating. <laughs> yes. I got to go with Cora. Let's go, cheating. Let's go. Tim, it's that's time. probably the worst answer I've ever heard on any episode <laughs> I've ever been on. And I've been on quite a few. Uh, yeah, Cora had a crazy amount of stress walking into the postseason with the most successful regular season version of any Red Sox team that's ever existed. Uh, Terry Francona did what no manager could for 86 long freaking years. It's Tito by a long shot, and I love me some Alex Cora. So but you're all wrong. It's actually both. Uh, Tito is manager, Cora is bench. Well, you, you didn't. No, that would okay. be a perfect. Word. All I said was Tito or Cora. Well, then you're wrong I didn't say too. Tito is manager or Cora is manager. So the, I said Tito or Cora. Then Good Farrell's the, the pitching coach. Got it. Check. So we're gonna get yeah. yeah. Now we got them all. Can we Let's can go. we put Bobby Valentine in there too? So no. Yeah, he's third base coach. Oh. Third base coach. <laughs> I'll never drive that. I'll fucking. I'll never forgive that son of a bitch for driving Euclid out of town. He was like my favorite player growing up. Like fuck you, yeah. Bobby Valentine. You son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on now to our last series. That is, as of the time of this recording right now, uh, I just realized they just started, but we got the Yankees and the Cleveland Guardians, which, by the way, pretty cool for a team in the first year in the league making the playoffs. Like, give it up to the Cleveland Guardians for the first Ooh, yeah. I mean, that's great. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, you know, everyone – oh, the game is delayed. Oh, that works. That's a great start. All right, great. We have ah. Yeah. So, yeah, let's go. Because the Yankees are poverty and don't have a dome. All right. No, yeah, which is crazy, right? You're building a new state in the Northeast. But so let me get this straight, though. Every single commentator in New York gave at most Yankees in four. Like, no one had it going five games, right? And we saw game one, Cole looked pretty good, right? You know, and, and the Guardians' bats, pretty damn quiet. Rain out for game two, which we, which means that now – they can't use Bieber more more than one time, so the Guardians are really screwed. Bieber pitches well, but not not crazy great. Nestor Cortez pitches well, but not crazy great. But all of a sudden, the Guardians find a way to win game two. <laughs> then they win game three and game four. Now we're back and forth. So we're, we're, we're at 2-2 two, two even split. But here's a question I have right now, and I put this in the chat, and I, I, I got a lot of grief for this one, Hogdale is Jameson Taillon came in for game three uh, in a tie ball game uh, in extra innings. Never threw a, a pitch in the playoffs in his entire career. Okay? Comes in, doesn't get smacked around, but is definitely not, like, fooling anyone really, right? You know, there's a couple of unfortunate plays behind him in the field. My question is this. Hogdale, if he goes in and throws two scoreless inning and looks phenomenal versus comes in and blows the game. How much potential money do you think as a free agent could he have lost? He got his, he had a good year, not a great year, but a, but a very good season. If he comes in and he only gets, let's say theoretically, he only got one appearance that series and that's all he got. How much money do you think he could have lost? God, yeah. People are so obsessed with playoff performances. So like, yeah, that's not right. a bad point because like fucking – at least like an extra year on his contract and at least like probably like 
10 million. Because if you're like a, an average pitcher in the regular season or a slightly above average pitcher in the regular season, but you perform well in the playoffs, so many mediocre teams are going like, this is our guy. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Here at the Container Store, we believe you shouldn't be limited to just one happy place. Your home should be full of them. That's why we're giving you 30% off every custom alpha space. From closets and pantries to playrooms, offices, and garages, you can transform any area with alpha and save 30%. Here's another happy thought. Our design specialists will design your space for free. Get ready to discover your new happy place at the Container Store. Visit us in-store or online to get started with a free design eight-year deal let's go <laughs> the future... Hogdale, do you remember a guy named Jarrett right oh god that's a throwback it sure <laughs> is <laughs> that's there, a throwback. There, have, there have been many versions of Nathan Evaldi uh <laughs> prior to Nathan Evaldi for all intents and purposes was always number three number four starting pitcher had a great postseason run uh turn it to a big money maker deal Jameson Taylor's gets another opportunity tonight to maybe, uh, well, maybe not if it gets rained out, but uh, you know, potentially have another opportunity. Tim, do you think he caused himself losing any money at all? Yeah, I'd say he lost probably a couple million. I wouldn't put a number on it just because it's different for different teams on how they evaluate postseason play. Like Hogdell was saying, the worst teams, obviously, if you can pitch in the postseason, they'll salivate over you like an ace and give you ace money because you can yep. pitch well in the postseason. And, yeah, so that's where I'm at. All right, so let me ask a question real quick. Where we're at in the series is Cal Quantrill slated to go full rest tonight. Nestor Cortez slated to go full rest tonight. If the game is rained out, which I'm sure they really don't want to have – Houston would love it. They'd be like, this is fucking great. Right? Yeah. Whoever we're getting is coming on fumes. I thought it was Savali tonight. Oh, is that who it is? I was pretty sure it was Savali. Because then Quantrill went last night. Oh, I read it somewhere that it was, that it was Quantrill. Oh, oh, my bad, my bad. Okay, so – if the game gets pushed back, though, that does give Bieber like an opportunity. I'm not sure if he would start, but so much. Who does it benefit more if the game's rained out tonight? And you the can't the Astros. I think the, the Guardians, Guardians significantly because, uh, man, if you can go because I mean, obviously, this is a winner take all game. You're using all available resources. If you're going from uh, from Bieber to what, like fucking. If Bieber gives you six, Karinchak gives you like one or two, and then you go to Class A, like lights out. You're not fucking scoring a run. Like, what are you? What is even your game plan? You're done. And the thing is, though, is like with the Yankees, like if they could, because Cole wouldn't be ready. It's like, yeah, you'd have Cortez and you'd have uh, Clay Holmes, who definitely uh, is that upper echelon kind of closer, and a guy like uh, you'd have also like Wandy Peralta and. Uh, Jonathan Lewise together at the back end. I think that's also still really good. But if I'm taking, you know, Bieber versus Nestor head to head, I'm fucking taking Bieber 10 times out of 10. And Tim, who, who do you have? Who's it? I said it would uh, benefit the Guardians the most just because you get Shane Bieber. Because tonight, realistically, he could probably throw you two to three innings if you absolutely needed it. 
Whereas if it gets rained out, he could go six to seven tomorrow. Agreed, agreed. I mean, here's the thing is, looking at it, I just want to give, and I hate to know, and just being a baseball fan for a minute, which is tough for me to take my Red Sox hat off because it usually doesn't go too far from my head, right? Yes. But Cole really pitched really fucking well on three days rest. And Amazing. all the all he sucks, he actually has been pretty good this fucking postseason. And he threw, I think it was like over a like almost 110 pitches the other night. Yep. He threw 110 last night. Dude, Dude Garrett, yeah. That's pitching. People shit on Garrett Cole kind of unjustly because he has a funny Kermit, Kermit the Frog sounding voice and he's kind of He really shit. does. He really But yeah. the truth like the thing is like yeah, he's had some like not even really bad postseason games, but not, you know, top 5 pitcher in the league ace postseason games. And you know, he came out and he in two like essential legacy games he came out and he shoved like which is what he was paid to do and people who like people exaggerate how bad Garrett Cole is like he's a top 10 pitcher in this league uh, and yeah he's an unlikable douche that has a frog voice but you know I mean I'm not gonna take too much away from him it's kind of convenient that he pitches for the Yankees because he's easy to dislike yes you know what I mean like it's really convenient. Like when Judge is playing for the Yankees, that sucks, right? Because he's like, he seems like a likable guy, right? By the, by the way, the post game presser after game one, I think Carabas posted like uh, his voice dubbed over Kermit speaking, and literally for the first like thirty seconds of the video, I couldn't tell that it was Cole. I literally just thought it was Garrett, or thought it was like a Kermit the Frog clip. It's like literally, <laughs> like I'm not joking. <laughs> All right, so here, here's the question now, boys, who you got? Got a game five. We don't even know what's gonna happen tonight. But in the end, do the Yankees pull it out because they're home or Guardians going to pull it through? I want to say the Guardians so bad, so bad. But realistically, I have to say the Yankees as much as that sucks, especially if the game's played tonight, it's got to be the Yankees. Man, yeah, that's it's so tough because like the Guardians have fought so hard and like they've really come up like in – come up super clutch in moments that were do or die and they got the fight they got the grit but i just i think the yankees are the better team but it, oh, yeah. it really depends like on how the first five innings go because i trust the guardians bullpen 20 times more than i trust the yankees bullpen right now like if you're because again they have karen Chak and uh class a both on full rest like, so they're ready to go they, they're giving you three innings at minimum maybe even four so if the yankees get an early lead uh i I think it's done for the Guardians. But if the Guardians can jump up like two runs going after the fifth, I'd take them. Hogdale, I couldn't agree more. That was my thing. Aaron Boone, if he has a chance to fuck up the game, there's a good chance he's going to fuck it up, right? Like if the Yankees get a 4-1 lead and you just, you know, yep, we know we're going to go this guy seven, this guy eight, right? Cool. Then he's like, anyone can manage that. If it's Guardians up by one, up by two, tie game six inning, Francona then is going to do something out manage him. Like you, if you give Tito the chance, cause he doesn't have the horses. Yeah. You know, we already talked about that earlier, but there is a little something and you know, I mean, you know, when they interview after the game and he doesn't use uh Holmes the other night, he, he was available, right? We just, and their locker room was fucking fuming about yeah. it. <laughs> like the quotes came out. They're like, yeah, well, why wasn't Holmes out there? We have no clue. Like, you love to see it. You love to see it. So, uh, Tim, it sounds like you went Yankees, but you don't want to, right? Yep. Okay, Hogdale, you're going with? I'm picking the Guardians. Fuck it. 
You know, fuck it. I'm going to. I wasn't going to. You made it. Hogdale, you got me in. I'm going, fuck it. Let's go. They just need Jose Ramirez to hit one home run, like literally, and like that can win them the game. That's all they need to do. What if he hit three? What if he hit three? Then it's done. Curtains. All right, cool. All right. Uh, I got a couple real quick uh, Red Sox-related stuff. Oh, so okay. So uh, it sounds like let's just go with Guardians. Tim, you're going to jump on the bandwagon here. Guardians Astros. Do we even have to give a prediction for that series, or we just no, no, yeah, you know what? Fuck it. If the Guardians win tonight, they're going to the World Series. Here's the thing with all these teams that are left. I literally like the Phillies are a great story. Padres are a great story. If the Guardians win tonight, they're a great story. I, I really, I respect what they have accomplished all the season between the three of them. All of them are getting fucking dog walked by the Astros. Like I'm not like it's not going to be close. Like the Astros are so much better. They're so much better in every facet. <laughs> I I agree. Uh, it's the Astros. I don't even know how they lose. Right. Like so, I, just... I'm going to remember this. And when the Astros don't win the World Series, I'll be back with you guys. True. Yeah, it's just my opinion. I'll I just think the Astros this. are better. Yeah. Save it. You know, when tweet when Bryce Harper cool. hits a walk-off Grand Slam in Game 7 of the World Series, I'll be back. I love Bryce Harper. Genuinely, one of my favorite players in the league. I fucking love Bryce Harper. I love Jason Browski. Right, I love uh, him. N- n- <laughs> fixing out real quick on uh, a couple of Red Sox tidbits here real quick. The qualifying offer has been uh, assigned to $19.65 million. Uh, on a one-year deal. So uh, some notable players that may be considered for the for the qualifying offer uh, are uh, Michael Waka, Nathan Avaldi, J.D. Martinez, Xander Bogarts. So real quick, of that group, I just want to ask real quick, uh, Hogdale, Waka, would you offer the, the qualifying offer, yes or no? Man, I prefer to get like a, like a longer-term deal done. But like I definitely... I'd QA Waka. I wouldn't give it to Nate. I would give. I would give it to. Uh, wait, who are the other two again? My brain. JD and Xander. JD and Xander. I, obviously, you QA uh, Xander. Obviously, and I wouldn't give it to JD. Sorry, I just and it, it breaks my heart to say it. I just don't know. Okay, Tim. The only two guys I'm QAing are Evaldi and Waka. Okay. Uh, the correct answer was never Michael Waka. Look at the back of the baseball card and see he can't stay healthy. Don't fall in love with a player on a one-year deal because that never works well for most guys. If he's now a star, let it be somewhere else, but don't let it blow up one more time. And yeah, it's a QO, not a QA, but you guys are <laughs> cool. Yes. Uh, uh, Xander's got to get it. Uh, boy, I would have said Nathan Avaldi, but he just doesn't look healthy. Um, so, therefore, I think I'd rather have Chris Bassett unless you want to get cute. But that's my big uh, gripe on on Hein at the trade deadline. Didn't get under the $230 million threshold, so now the qualifying offer is not as sexy as it was because now you're getting a fourth-round pick, not a second-round pick. Dave Dombrowski wouldn't have done that. I don't think so. I don't know. What would I know? But, all right, so we got – we agree no to Michael Waka because he's not worth it. Good job, guys. Uh, Nathan Avaldi, we want to, but we're not going to go there. J.D. Martinez – Good luck in Arizona next year, uh, and but, but we're giving it to Xander. Good Colorado. Co- for what's that, Conscience? Colorado. He's going to Colorado. He's going to hit 83 bombs. He'd look good in purple. I hit the Rockies. It's like the one team in baseball, like, other than the Yankees, I legitimately hate. Like, fucking 
Pick a direction, you losers. Jesus Christ. Brad, yeah, at, at least the athletics always are losers. Brad, the qualifying yes. offer for those four, uh, who, do you, who do you offer to? Real quick, conscious. Uh, I'm going to give the QA. Um, yeah. uh, unfortunately, so I'm going against you. Uh, I'm going to offer it to Waka. Yeah, you can bet all you want. Um, okay. Suck my ass. Um, Xander, <laughs> I, I didn't realize that we could offer Xander a qualifying oh, yeah. offer. So mm-hmm. uh, I think it would be pointless because he's going to say no anyways. But you get compensation, which could have been a lot better if... He ain't uh, going anywhere. Okay. Oh, Xander's saying that's... Yeah, he ain't news going. to me. Oh, wow. Breaking news. All right. Buddy, buddy. I mean, I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean I he's going he's gonna to definitely opt out, but he ain't going anywhere. Now, I just want to oh, throw yeah. this out to you guys. Might you reconsider your stance on Michael Waka if you hear the news from the Far East out of Japan that, you know, I'm not going to be able to say it, right? Kodai Senga, the next big starting pitcher out of Japan. Is he showing? Isn't he no, the one that no, threw, he's... like, multiple no-hitters this year? Like, I saw highlights from him throughout the year, I think. Yeah, he's nasty. He, 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 threw... he threw no-hitters. What league was this? Uh, he plays for the, uh, I think it's the Ham Fighters. So what, that's the. Uh, so, so it's in Japan, right? Yes. yes. NPB. Fuck, fuck, that. fuck that league. He just threw 101, uh, 101.4 just the other day. Uh, great, pitched great. great in the cool. postseason. Cool. Yeah, because guys like you, all the money you Darvish, you Darvish would be a prime example about why not to invest in a starting yeah. pitcher who throws hard from, from Japan. Right. Uh, you know, Otani, so, okay. you know, bum, you know, couldn't adjust to the big league level. You know, Otani is like a fucking <laughs> one in a million player. Yeah, maybe this See, dude's I'm a fucking one in a trillion player. <laughs> Does he hit? About as well as JD this year. Bradley Jr. Jackie Bradley Jr. Oh, hey. So he's not a one in a trillion. So fuck you, Hakeo. Uh, no, all right. So, so would Senga, <laughs> would you guys be interested in Kodai Senga? No. Yes. Yes. All of the money. Thank Throw you. all of the money at him. Give him all of it. Give him Michael Waka's QA. Give him, give him the QA. <laughs> yeah, give all him right? the QA. Last, lastly, but definitely not least. Qualifying right? asshole. <laughs> this topic comes up constantly. I don't think it's we put the bed to rest because even the Red Sox themselves have been very unclear about their intentions for next year. So I just want real quick. Thoughts on Garrett Whitlock, starter, reliever, closer. What is he? Real quick, go. I want him to be a starter, but I think he's going to end up in the bullpen next year. Yeah, I because yeah, I, I, I think. A, oh, go ahead. No, go ahead, dude. Sorry. I I, I think they're going to get more starting pitching, and I think it's going to force him to be back into the bullpen. That's the thing, man. Like, I want him to be a starter, but like they, in order to do that, they need to go like actually out and acquire bullpen help because like. And it's just something they should have done last year too. We harped on it over and over again. Like they should have added more to the bullpen. And yeah, they they need starting pitching help this going into this next season. But they also do still need more bullpen help. So yeah, I want Whitlock in the rotation. But if you aren't going to get any bullpen help, then you got to keep him in, in the bullpen. <laughs> and conscience, real quick, if you could. I want him in the bullpen, but I think they're going to have him as a starter. It's After amazing. What, what Cora what Cora was talking about 
Brad and I agree on very little and a lot at the same time, which is really fucking weird. That's my Joe Girardi pal. You know what I'm talking about, Brad. Yeah. Um, yes. We're, we're lockstep with half of everything. That's, <laughs> that's the way it is. Like we're, we're half brothers. That's all we're going to work. We're, we're going to have. And on this one, yes, he should clearly be in the bullpen. Like we don't need to see him get hurt in May and be like, Oh, I guess that sucked. Right. But okay. That's that. As we're wrapping up here, I want to say real quick, happy 14th birthday to my daughter, Haley. Big up hey, to Haley. Happy birthday. October is – thank you, Brad. October... Also, uh, before before we go any further, I want to say congratulations to your wife. She is halfway through her treatment. Yep, here uh, we go. She has 12 treatments. She's down six. That's right. Uh, so we're pulling for you, Jenny. Thank you very oh, much. Yeah. October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Real men wear pink. Please donate where you can. The research that is happening to cancer today is astounding. If you don't know someone who's been impacted, unfortunately you will, right? Cancer gets uh, impacts everyone emotionally. Be there to support your loved ones, your neighbors. Do the right thing. Whatever you can, do it. Join a walk. Spread the awareness. And um, way to go, baby girl. Love you. Halfway through, I'll be there the rest of the step of the way. Love ba- uh, playoff baseball. We can get it. We're going to keep moving because as soon as this postseason's done, we're going to get some real Red Sox news, which that's the real good shit. Are you sure? I don't know. They might drag it out to March. We're going to be the interest kings again? I hate that baseball now is like we sign guys in March. Like, can we we just garbage? Sucks. Oh, my God. Everyone should be signed by December 31st. No, Tim. Devers extension in a week or we riot. Concur concur all right any other final thoughts here guys thanks for watching make sure to follow us on instagram twitter and facebook at pesky report make sure to like subscribe and leave a review thank you for listening to this belly up sports podcast network product Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 